Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to this new episode of Dodge Current Events. Um, so I'm going to jump right in today and start off with a inspiring story that I read on Live 5 um, right here in Charleston. So um, Principal Henry Darby from North Charleston High School is going to receive the Order of Palmetto from Governor McMaster. I want to say this week. And the reason why... He's going to be receiving that order is because he got a third part-time job to help his students who needed financial assistance. So he, I think, was a stalker at Walmart part-time, and he would donate his checks to help students at his school financially. Now, when you think of North Charleston High School, many think of fights, gangs, poor grades, low graduation rates, but I'm going to tell you, I haven't heard anything bad about that school in a while. And it might be because of their principal. Because if you take special interest in your students, they see that you're, you care, you're trying. No other person, I don't know any other principal that really, you know, got a third. Being a principal is not an easy job. So, and I want to say he got another job. Or maybe I think he's the council a councilman here in Charleston or something like that. And he got time on his hands to get another job to help a student. Now, who would want a principal like that? I feel like that's amazing. He took his time out, his extra money that he could have used for something else to help his students. That would really show me that my principal would care and stuff like that. Wanna wants to see us to see because you know, in the area the neighborhood that that school is in, people don't have it all like that. I grew up in that area, and we damn sure didn't have it all. So, you know, they might might need assistance with getting school clothes or school supplies or getting to school, um, food. Maybe need a little bit of help at home with, like, lights or, you know, Wi-Fi so they can do their schoolwork and stuff like that. So, um, Governor McMaster is supposed to be coming down pretty soon to honor Principal Darby with this award. And I feel like that is amazing. Like, you don't see something like this too often, especially in the area that it's in. And that area is kind of already up and coming because they're doing a lot of gentrification over there. So, hopefully, like, he can still be a part of that area to continue to help. I think that that is really amazing. And what inspired me to even start off with this story was it is somewhere that I grew up. I grew up in the area. And you know how some people be like, I want to leave the past in the past. I would never leave my past in the past because people, there were people who gave me a chance to help me out, make sure that I could have finished school, go off to college and stuff like that in that area. So why would I not give the same energy that I received? If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have made it this far. So I want to see, you know, kids that are growing up now make it just as far as me to let them know that they could be anything that they want to be. And Principal Darby is really helping people with that. You don't know a lot of people. Well, people go to high school, but most of them be like, oh, well, I can't finish because, you know, my mom needs my help. I need to get a job. That is why he got the job at Walmart. So he can help them and help them get their education at the same time. Because I know for one of my friends, he was in 
high school. We didn't go to the same school, but we lived by each other. And he dropped out because his mom was struggling, and he needed to help his little brothers and sisters. Also, he needed to help his mom work so he could help her pay bills. So I feel like if we had more principals at Principal Darby, we wouldn't have to worry about stuff like that because they would help us make sure it's okay. Even though it's not their job, it it still is just the principal about the situation. That's love right there. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be on the news. So just stay tuned to see um, Governor McMaster honor Principal Darby with the Order of Palmetto. This is big because this is in an area where I grew up at. So it's kind of exciting. And I think that is really good that he decided to do this and that he got acknowledged for it because sometimes it's not, it's okay not to be acknowledged for the good work that you do because people don't do it for show. But something like this, I feel like that was amazing. So he had no choice but to get acknowledged for it. All right, so um, my next story I want to talk about is how 47 mass citations in downtown Charleston uh, was given out during the Super Bowl. So um, they, this is we're in the second wave of corona. So I'm trying to figure out why people are not going as hard as ever to stay, you know, six feet apart, wear your mask, like we've been saying. Yeah, they open up the city. You, you we can kind of do whatever we want to do. There's no restrictions on things, I think, except for alcohol. But besides that, you can pretty much go where you want to go. You just got to wear a mask. So how hard is it to keep your mask on? I know sometimes I'm at work, like customers complain that I have my mask below my nose. But sometimes you just need to breathe clearly. So, But I have it on. But I don't walk around like that all day. But for you to not have a mask on, and I know King Street was packed because, you know, that's where most of the bars and stuff are at. So I know it was, like, people, like, on your heel. And for you not to have a mask on and that type of environment is endangering yourself and others. So what I'm really trying to figure out is, yeah, they're giving out citations, but they need to enforce another step. Listen, if you don't got one citation... You gonna have to spend thirty days in jail, something like that. That's a big extreme, but I feel like if they start doing stuff like that, then people will listen. Cause I'm pretty sure multiple people down here I get a citation. So okay, you already got one citation, so you still not listening, huh? All right, all right, a week in jail. I bet you'll listen when you come on in. If you already get a week in jail, okay, two weeks in jail. You get another citation, three weeks in jail. And if you want to keep going back to jail, you just keep going back to jail. I feel that's what I would have did. Because honestly, it's just ridiculous how we have to keep telling adults to wear your mask. My nephew already know. When you go to school, put that mask above your nose. And don't take it down until you get your mama car to go home. And if we got to treat you like kids, then that's just going to have to be so big. But 47 is a big, I mean, compared to the people who mostly be downtown, it's, it's a good amount of people. But I feel like 47 is a pretty low enough number. For how much people be, you know, downtown, but at the same time, that's a high enough number because everybody should know to wear their mask. 
like I said, I feel like if they start implementing, you know, another resource instead of just giving out citations and stuff, if they be like, oh, like I say, you already got, okay, that first citation is your warning. Second time, like, you know how you get, like, a ticket? First time, you get a warning. Second time, you do the same thing. You probably get, like, a fine or something. Third time, another fine or jail time, something like that. So, I feel like that's what they need to start doing. And then it'll be maybe getting through people's heads now that this is something serious that we're not pointing about. So, I hope that those people that got their citations start listening. You ain't that drunk to care about your health, to not care about your health. And I'm pretty sure in other states and cities and stuff, they've probably got way more because and then you know you can't really have crowds. And the people be having parties and stuff. Like, I don't care where I at. I don't care if I'm around my cousin. I'm going to have my mask on. That's just simple. I'm not trying to get sick. I got too much stuff that I'm planning on doing this year that I want to accomplish to be sick. I wish people had the same mindset as me. But y'all, I feel like I say this every episode. But we are in a second wave, and they say this wave is supposed to be just as worse than the last one. So, I'm going to reiterate this again. This is probably going to be my last time saying this because this is ridiculous. Please wear your mask. And that's just that. Um, so my next topic is, okay, when I was looking for, you know, things to talk about, doing my little research, I stumbled across this on New York Times, and it was like, because uh, I know that they said some schools in New York still weren't open, even after Christmas. So they say, should there be summer school to make up for the learning loss this year? And my answer, yeah, yeah, sorry y'all, I thought that was my brother, but anyways, my answer would be, yeah, I feel like there should be something school, um, and the reason why I said that, not just to be like, oh, well, they didn't go to school as much as we did. I say that because learning is kind of different this year, and I don't think it's like a the same requirement as it was like last year, a year before. But you still don't want to just give them the bare minimum. You want to teach them everything that they need to know because okay, so say if we're over with Corona in another year, my nephew is in second grade this year, so. We have corona for maybe like another year or so, God forbid, but he'll be in third grade with corona. Okay, when corona's over, he'll be in fourth grade. Then they want to go back to the old, you know, lessons. My nephew not going to know that stuff because he wasn't learning the stuff that he was supposed to in second and third. I feel like they're just giving them the bare minimum, like a rough draft of what they should be giving them. 
And especially because, you know, some are in school, some are out of school, some was in school at first, some are not in school now, so it's kind of hard for them to adjust. So I just feel like if they did like a little day or two during the summer, a week, it would be better to help them, get them ahead. And not just saying because they need to be in school, but I just feel like it would be a little bit better for them and they can get the requirements that they need. Because once this corona is all said and done, I feel like a lot of kids are going to be not prepared for what's next in the grade that they're going in. And we don't want a lot of, you know, held back rates or not graduating rates or repeating grades. Like, that's just ridiculous. I feel like if we prepare them now, then we won't have to worry about that once this corona is over. But people may not feel the same as me. They might be like, well, it's their summer. You know, they've had a rough during the school year, which I can understand that as well. But I'm just thinking for ahead of time. So... If you have any feedback about that, just let me know. And also, if you have any feedback about anything that I say on these podcasts or um, want me to follow up on and stuff like that, be sure to let me know because I don't mind constructive criticism because I know um, I, that's the reason why I started this podcast, to get um, criticism on things that I need to work on before I get in my field because I don't want to get in my field and then... Because I know I'm not 100% now. I don't want to get on my field and act like I am now. And then they be like, why do we hire her? So, no, just, just if you have anything that you need to say to me, just just let me know. Um. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that whole summer school thing. I feel like maybe like a little day or two, not the whole week, but just a couple of days out the week. That should be pretty good for them, even though they're not going to like it. But they'll see that it'll help them in the long run. My next topic is, um, so uh, NYPD, NYPD disciplines an officer who wears a pro-Trump patch on her uniform. Now, my problem with this is, when we were voting, we couldn't have on stuff like Black Lives Matter or Make America Great Again, stuff like that. So, I'm trying to figure out why would she think that it's okay for her to wear that patch while she has her uniform on is okay. And see, people like that are people who just pick just to pick. Oh, there's a black person who has on a Black Lives Matter shirt. Let's just run their name. Or let's just stop them and search them just for probable cause. There'd be officers like her that do stuff like that. And I, they didn't go into detail about what they disciplined her, how they disciplined her. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't much or nothing. So I bet you she's still probably patrolling or whatever she does. And stuff like that is irritating me because it's not okay for us to wear our Black Lives Matter shirts, but it's okay for her, who's an officer, who's supposed to protect and serve to wear a pro-Trump patch on her uniform at that. I could see if she wasn't she was dressed as a civilian, she could do whatever she wanted to do, but on your uniform, that's crazy. I ain't going to say too much about that because it's just crazy to me. Yeah. Anyways, my last topic is um COVID cases. 
And I saw a lot of people talk about how the second dose of the vaccine are affecting them in many negative ways. So, see, this is exactly why I didn't want to get the vaccine at first. And um, I was on Facebook and I saw that somebody who got the Moderna um, dose said that she was had, she had the chills, her body aches. Um, she was throwing up uncontrollably after her second dose. And then I was reading her comments and somebody who got the Pfizer vaccine said the second dose was worse as well. She couldn't even go to work. See, that's exactly why I didn't want to get the vaccine. That's why I made my mask because, but I did, I did see that some places are going to start requiring you to have the vaccines to even go in or like participate in events and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, if you got the vaccine, um, just if you could let me know how it affected you, because, you know, it affects people in different ways. So I want to see what type of the vaccine that you have and what are the different side effects that you have with that vaccine, because my mom wants to get it. And, um, yeah, I'm not too sure about wanting to get it, but if I do, I'm going to do some more research on it, but what has me scared is these side effects because, you know, everybody's body reacts different to different things. So, yeah, we're just a little nervous about that. I was nervous about getting COVID tests. I've never gotten one, but I just knew I had corona when I did because of I lost taste. That's That took me out. I, I've never lost my taste before, and that was one of the main side effects. So when I did, girl, I was through. I just took vitamins, and I was, I was better within a week. But I still quarantined for the whole two weeks. But yeah, so those are some of the topics that I had to talk about today. If you have any positive feedback, negative feedback, anything you want to discuss further with me, just let me know. And um, yeah, y'all catch me next Sunday with a brand new episode of Dodge Current Events. Thank you.